Thank you so much for checking out the Connect Church podcast. We hope you're encouraged and inspired by this week's sermon. So let's jump right in and check out this week's message. Happy Easter, Connect Church and our community. We want to wish you a happy Resurrection Day. Now, in all honesty, this is not exactly how we thought Easter would look for 2020. When we started talking through and planning Easter some six to eight months ago, this is not exactly how we envisioned it. And I'm sure you didn't envision it this way either. You know what? Easter just isn't the same this year. And that's okay. It's okay to say that out loud. Because what remains the same is the most important part of our Easter celebration. Hey, think of it real quick. The first Easter didn't happen in a church building. Rather, it happened outside a tomb, an empty one at that. The disciples were isolated in a home, grieving, scared, filled with great uncertainty. And you know what it looks like we get the chance this morning, church? To have a little bit of a realistic taste of what that first Easter looked like. You know, last Sunday, we began with Psalm Sunday. We, 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 pre- we celebrated Palm Sunday. Jesus is triumphal, much celebrated entry into Jerusalem. Ah, oh, but all a difference a week can make. From cries of Hosanna at the beginning of the week to the cries of crucify him at the end of the week. From Jesus being celebrated as king to him being convicted as a criminal. From palm branches being waved in celebration to whips being cracked atop Jesus' back in condemnation. From what seemed to be Jesus' coronation day to his subsequent crucifixion on a cross. From Jesus riding into Jerusalem very much alive to his lifeless body being laid to rest in a borrowed tomb, all the difference a week can make. I think of that first Easter week in Scripture. I think of its most impactful moments. And from that very first Easter week, we celebrate today how the cross of Jesus Christ rescued us from condemnation, Think of it this way. Jesus was condemned so we didn't have to be. Jesus was crucified so that you and I could be justified. He was killed so that you and I could live. He became sin so that you and I could know forgiveness of our sin. Hear me, church. You ready? Our sin brings condemnation. Yet we look to the cross and we find Jesus' rescue for your condemnation and mine. Think of what 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, what Paul says to the Corinthian church, that God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that we may become the righteousness of God. You say, but Anthony, how did that happen? And, and when did it happen that Jesus, he who knew no sin, Jesus became sin for us? Well, hear me, church, it happened on the cross. When did Jesus take my sin and and your sin, our condemnation upon himself? Well, watch here closely in Mark chapter 15, verse 33. The Bible says at noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And at three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out 
in a loud voice, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And in verse 37, the Bible says, with a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. Hey, did you, did you catch it in the scripture? Did you catch the moment where our sin was transferred to Jesus and our condemnation took his very life? The moment that he, he who knew no sin became sin. And because of that moment, on that very first Easter week, as Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Hey, you know what? That is something to celebrate this Easter Sunday morning. Look to those in the room with you and say to them, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. If you're by yourself, scream it out so that your neighbors can hear. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And here's the reason why. Because we find in that first Easter week, the cross of Christ rescued us from condemnation. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. All the difference this week in Scripture, this Easter week is made in the life of everyone who will but put their place or place their faith and their trust in Jesus. Hear me, this Easter week, back in Scripture, did not end in the darkest of nights on that first Good Friday, but it culminated in the light of that very first Easter Sunday morning when the light of the world stepped out of that old dark tomb. Watch this rescue story unfold. For you, for me, for all of humanity. Take your Bibles in Luke chapter 24, beginning in verse number 1. Watch this rescue story unfold. It says this, on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed with their faces down to the ground. But the men said to them, now watch this, you ready? Why do you look for the living among the dead? Hear it. He is not here. He has risen. He is not here. He is alive. He has risen. All the difference a week can make. For we see the empty tomb rescued you and me. The empty tomb rescued us from the power of death. Let me remind you of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 54, that death has been swallowed up in victory, the Bible says. Verse 55, where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, the empty tomb rescued you and me from the very power of death. At the beginning of Holy Week, they welcomed him as a king. And yet on this day, we celebrate in Luke chapter 24, he proved himself the king of all kings. 
The week began with streets filled with people and loud cheers. It transitioned to even louder cries of crucify him. And this week ended in scripture with an empty tomb, which led to an earth-shaking, life-changing, kingdom-shifting, culture-shaping celebration and victory never seen before until this moment here in scripture on this first Easter morning. The gospel was on full display at the side of an empty tomb. Our rescue story fully realized because God emptied the tomb that day and raised his son to life. You know, I think back to Seth's story. I think back to his family. And as Seth laid there unconscious in his hospital bed, my heart was broken. But hear me, church. Our hope never wavered. Our hope never wavered in those moments. We began to think through all that had taken place. And we began to pray for God to bring what seemed so dead or dying in Seth's body back to life. But nevertheless, I knew Seth would be okay. All the difference that week in November made for Seth. And for his faith in Jesus. But you see, I think back to that one week and how powerful it was that Seth would walk away from that hospital, that Seth was alive and well. But I stop and think about this week in Scripture, in Luke chapter 24, in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and I begin to think that this Easter week had an even greater impact on Seth's rescue story. Because you see, because of Easter week, there was no condemnation for Seth. Because of his faith in Jesus, there was no power that death had over Seth. Though even though he might have died physically, Seth would live forever with Jesus. All the difference this Easter week can make. You know, as I close this morning, I think of these two great truths. That the cross of Christ has rescued us from condemnation. That the empty tomb rescued us from the power of sin and death. And the opportunity I had just a couple of days ago to share that story with my three-year-old little girl, my Sadie Buck. She loves riding in the truck wherever I go. Anytime I go to ride in the truck, Sadie wants to be there with me. She wants to ride in the truck. Well, just a couple of days ago, we took off towards the city dump. And, man, we've been throwing a lot of stuff away nowadays. And on our way home, she was riding in the back seat. The windows were down. We were passing that little Methodist church there on Pittman Center Road. And she said, hey, Dad. I said, yeah, hey, sweetheart. She said, Dad, did Jesus really die on the cross? And I said, well, Sadie Bug, he sure did. And she got quiet, which is unusual for her. And I looked in the rearview mirror, and there was my three-year-old little girl whose mind for the first time made the connection 
of what took place on the cross, that Jesus died there. And her voice quivered. She put out that big old pouty lip. And with tears in her eyes, she said, oh, Daddy, I miss him. Daddy, I miss him. I looked back at her. I saw the weight of just this understanding for her that Jesus had died on the cross. And you know what I had the great opportunity to do? Although we've shared it many times, it was beginning to make some sense to her mind. I had the opportunity to share with Sadie her rescue story. Even though she can't fully understand it at three, I said, oh, baby doll, Listen, Jesus did die on the cross. Hey, but Sadie, look at Daddy. I've got good news for you. Three days later, God raised him from the dead. Hear me, Sadie. Jesus is alive. He's alive and he's well. And I looked in the rearview mirror and she lifted up her head and she smiled with her entire face through the tears and she said oh daddy I am so glad long before she'll fully understand that Easter week is my Sadie Bugs rescue story is it your rescue story have the events of this Easter week in scripture have they made a difference in your life Have you ever placed your faith and trust in the Jesus that died on the cross so that you and I would no longer have to stand condemned? Have you placed your faith and trust in the one who emptied the tomb, rescuing us from the power of sin and death? Has what took place in Scripture that first Easter week, has it changed your life? in your eternity forever? Well, if the answer is no, in just a moment, I want to invite you to pray a prayer with me, to ask Jesus to come into your heart, into your life, to save you. I'm going to ask you to place your faith and your trust in Him. Although Easter is very different this year for all of us, who are taking part in this this worship service online. I want to tell you, this could be the year that the message, the gospel, the good news of Easter makes all the difference in the world, in your life, and in your eternity. Hey, maybe there's some believers out there who would say, you know what? I know the story. But there's so much broken and dying around me. Hey, you may be looking at your marriage and thinking there's just, there's just no hope. My marriage is dying. My marriage is dead. Well, hey, you know, the good news of, of this Easter Sunday morning is we serve a God who's really good at bringing dead things back to life. He could do that for your marriage. Maybe you have broken relationships with someone in your family. Maybe with one of your children. Maybe with a dear friend and things have just fallen apart. 
and you look at those relationships and you say they're dying or they're even dead. Hey, let me remind you this morning, all the difference a week can make that because Jesus is alive, he can bring even that which is dead and dying back to life. All the difference a week can make Oh, it can make in your relationship with one another, your marriage, your parenting relationship, your, your relationship with your employers, your employees. All oh, the difference this week in Scripture can make in your life in the halls of school when you finally go back. You see, this week in Scripture, this Easter week, made all the difference in the world. And believer... It makes all the difference for us today. Hear me. The church is not closed. As I said last week, this Easter. It is very much alive. And every day we live, every breath we take is a celebration of what took place 2,000 years ago on that first Sunday morning. All the difference that week has made. And if you're watching with us this morning and the gospel, the good news of Jesus' cross and his resurrection has never made a difference in your life, I want to invite you right now, wherever you are, maybe just to bow your head, to close your eyes, and to cry out for Jesus to save you. Maybe pray something like this. Dear God, I... I'm sorry for my sins. Please forgive me. Please save me. I place my faith and my trust in you. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for dying on a cross for me. Thank you for rising again. I give you my life. Help me to turn from my sin and myself Jesus, I am yours. I am yours. If you prayed that with me this morning, I want to challenge you to do something. You ready? Here, look at me. Go to infocc.org. Click the tab that today you gave your heart and your life to Jesus. And man, allow me, allow my team to call you. We won't show up at your house. I think that's against the law these days. But we want to reach out to you. We want to love on you. We want to help you take your next steps in your faith in Jesus. And hey, believers who are watching me from all over our community and beyond, just be reminded all the difference this week can make. Live out that difference even in times of quarantine and isolation. Live out that difference. I had the joy of flying to Jerusalem this past November. I had the joy of looking in to the empty garden tomb. And I had the joy of seeing that Jesus is not there, but that He's alive. Most people will never be given that opportunity to fly over to Jerusalem and take a look inside the tomb. But they can know that Jesus is alive and that he is well by looking into your life, your rescue story, 
and seeing that Jesus really does work. Or Jesus really does save. That Jesus alone can rescue our stories. Praying for you, church. Excited to celebrate this, albeit different. Excited to celebrate this Easter Sunday with Thank you. Thank you again for checking out our podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can stay up to date on our services. If you'd like to give to support our ministry, you can do that at our website. That's connectchurchpf.com. Hope you enjoyed and have a great week.